It's time for another edition of the Bow and More, a PA podcast talking about events and awesome programs around the community. Today, Bill Curtis talks to Dave Taylor from The Door Student Services, an organization in Bellwood that works with at-risk teenagers. They got a summer camp coming up this month and a whole lot more. We're here with Dave Taylor, the executive director of The Door Student Services for the past 21 years here in Bellwood, PA. Dave, can you tell me what is the mission of the DOOR Student Services and how are you doing it? Well, the DOOR Student Services, we come into existence to improve the lives of at-risk teenagers. There's so much this world throws at kids nowadays with social media, with drugs, temptations of all different kinds, and family destruction that's happened in our culture over the past few years. And the DOOR's program is we want to make their lives better And we do that by doing three things, and that is seeing the kids are fed. We provide a daily dinner. We want them to have somebody to have dinner with, Mm -hmm. not just meet their physical needs for food, but that relationship issue where you get to sit down with the same caring people every day and they get to speak goodness into your life. That leads me to the second thing, and that's family. We provide an alternative family experience for kids. So coming to a home with a mom, with a dad, with people who care about you and will help you with your schoolwork, talk to you about your life issues. So we do food, we do family. The last thing is we do faith. Mm -hmm. We don't stop and preach at the kids or anything like that, but we share faith with our faith with the kids just as part of normal conversations, as part of life advice about when they trust us with their lives and they open up to us for guidance, then we get to share our faith in God with those kids. And it's made a huge difference in their life for the past 21 years. And if, if they're repeatedly coming back. Oh, yeah. We have kids who are there every day from open to close. I even, call even the ones that may be, uh, oh, it's not going to work for them. You think, oh, they're it, difficult. It takes so a they while. They have their own opinion. Well, everybody does. Right? It takes a while. Takes I a call while. it, we have to get the kids house broke is what we refer to it, <laughs> where the, a new kid will come in, in and they don't yeah. trust us. They don't know about caring, giving back, anything like that. But after a kid comes for a while and we get to know them, all of a sudden we realize they begin to open up about their lives. They begin to receive help that we offer. And we become, for some kids, a second family. If they're from a good home and for kids who've got it really rough, we might be their family. What has the ministry done that you're particularly proud of? We're a small place, but we've had a much bigger impact than most people would know. Over the past 21 years, we've served 175,000 free meals to kids around the dinner table. (laughs) And I've been the cook for... 95% of those, and I've definitely done 175,000 dishes afterwards. (laughs) We also run a scholarship camp in the summer and winter for kids, and we've given away 5,000 camp scholarships to kids, taking them with us for a week or a weekend of camp. And during the COVID crisis, beginning, we started a, a food distribution program with 11 other food pantries in Blair County. And uh, since that time, Walmart and other groups have given us food to the tune of over two and a half million dollars in groceries Mm -hmm. that we've shared all over Blair County through our partner programs like the Reapers, everybody from the Salvation Army to the Nehemiah Project. We all work together because if we share resources, then the people get fed. And so we've been doing that and uh, I'm really proud of our little program that has a big impact. That's great and great that you've tied that in with everybody else and probably more to come, right? Yes. It will just get bigger and better. Uh, Now, how has all this been funded all these years? Well, a lot of people assume that since you're an after-school program, you get government funding. But the truth of the matter is we don't. 
We are funded by donations from 75% of our funding comes from individuals who receive a monthly newsletter. And with that newsletter is a little return envelope and it's grandmas and it's caring people who send $20, $30, $50 a month. And all of that adds up to we need almost $400,000 a year because we have two teen centers. We have one in Bellwood. We've opened a second one in Erie. And our former kids grew up. I have up. a lot of family in Erie, so our former, that's the word. <laughs> our former kids have grown up and have become leaders in their own right. They opened a teen center, another door. And we have a young men's home and a young women's home in Bellwood as well for kids after high school from a difficult family to try to help get them started in life. And so most 75% of that comes from moms and pops and grandmas who pray for us, about 20% from businesses and churches that support us, and maybe 5% comes from grants. Very, yeah. very few, little of our money comes from the government, and yet we've probably saved the government millions of dollars. It costs $52,000 a year to lock up one teenager. Wow. So and all the, for, for 20 that. some years, and the thousands <laughs> of kids that we've worked with. We've not only prevented that, I know we've prevented school shootings. I know we've prevented uh, teen suicides and helped with kids who everything from teen pregnancy to drug problems to kids who cut themselves and self-harm. We're there through all of it with them, and we're making a difference. There's a big need. I mean, you could have said, we did this, we did that, we have all this money. No, <laughs> you continually need help each and every day. So let's jump ahead and say, what's the best way people can get involved to help the door today? We always need financial support, and people could go and give on our website at thedoorkids.com. That's thedoorkids.com, and that money stays right here and helps local kids in need, and we're not frivolous. We run a tight ship, and we run on almost 100% donated supplies. So mm -hmm. we do need supplies. If you go to our website and you sign up, you could get our newsletter in that. I always put out every month what we need. Sometimes it's groceries. Sometimes it's a special project. Last month, we were trying to replace some seven-year-old equipment. We have these drift trikes that kids ride. They're like a big wheel, but for grown-ups made out of metal. And mm -hmm. after seven years, a lot of them are beat up and worn out. And five individuals took that and bought them and shipped them to me. One of them, I don't even know who they are. Just oh, wow. showed up from Amazon on my doorstep. That's and so people can can give, give equipment. People can volunteer to make meals for us. We believe that it's very important that the kids see the same adults every day mm -hmm. and that those adults can handle kids when they have difficult situations, difficult temperaments. <laughs> That's not everybody. So I don't want a bunch of even good hearted people coming in and volunteering like that every day. But we always need things. We had a team on Saturday come paint our building and the Altoona Curve paid for the paint. And so you see people working yeah. together like that. And so we can use volunteers, especially if you have repair skills. Uh, for our summer camp coming up, we're going to be needing a camp nurse. That's something none of us do. We were trained in first aid and CPR and all that stuff. But those are ways people can get involved. And I always say, you can be a guest cook. I love it when people bring dinner or people bring a dessert. Yeah. If you like to make cookies, cakes, or whatever, yeah. I got lots of kids who would be happy to eat that <laughs> oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, let's talk about the summer camp. That's coming up in July? Yeah. We'd been doing summer camp. Actually, even before there was a door, camp started first. We wanted to do a camp for the kids who normally get sent home from camp. The, the, kids, <laughs> the, kids, the kids who are behavior issues, kids yeah. who come from difficult families. We wanted to design a camp where they could succeed, they would be loved, they would be welcomed, and it's turned into a place where they can most of all find healing and hope and faith for the traumas and brokenness that life has put through them. 90% of our kids that I work with do not have their father in their home. 
Mm-hmm. Um, most of them, a lot, are being raised by grandparents. Many of them been through trauma, abuse, all kinds of things, and all of the social ills, mental health issues that come with that. And we wanted to gear a camp program that can those kids can come and succeed, have the best time of their lives. If they're poor, everything's included. We scholarship every kid who comes. You don't have to pay extra for anything. It's all there. You're going to get treated just like the kid who comes from a family with money. And we're going to give you great fun from boating at Racetown Lake to we do a 100-foot soap bubble slide. We got a machine that cranks out foam, and and the kids get soaped up and have a great time sliding 100 feet down on, on the slide. We do all kinds of great things for the kids. We share with them God's love that can change their life. And we're not shy about that, but we give it to them at a way that the kids can understand and grasp. Most of our kids are not church kids, religious kids when they come in. And so we share faith on a starter level, and it's really made a difference in kids' lives. I've had kids give up drugs. Kids turn in their drug paraphernalia. One of my best memories from camp, although an emotional one, was when one of the kids who would cut themselves at night with glass and razor blades gave me their bag of tools and Mm. uh, still had their their blood on their razor blade and broken glass and things that this kid would torment themselves with at night. And they gave it up, and they've experienced healing and hope through our camp program. And we've taken over 5,000 kids to camp, all of it at no charge to the kids. If they can't afford to go, we want you. We stopped stopped even trying to charge a registration fee because most of our kids just don't have it. And we just take them and trust God to provide. And every year we have never... And since 1996, ever had to turn away a kid because we didn't have enough money to take them to camp. I want to talk about how someone would get involved. I mean, you're you're not really driving around up and down alleys looking for kids and no and word of mouth throwing them in a van and no, it's not that way. No, we're a walk-in center. We're two blocks from the public school, right on Main Street in Bellwood, and the kids just walk, walk or ride their bikes or skateboards or whatever. And somebody new listening to this station and, and, and say, oh, well, yeah, so-and-so's uh, son, so-and-so's daughter, or her kids, their kids, they really need this. Yeah. I should probably say something. What, what do you recommend that they, that they do? I recommend bringing them to the door. We can give them a tour. I'd be happy to meet with kids. There's some parents or kids who are nervous about coming, and so I meet them ahead of time. And most of the kids, as soon as they realize what we are, in less than a day, they're already feeling at home, feeling part of the mm-hmm. program. I love that our kids who are there haven't made it their exclusive club. They've always welcomed new kids mm-hmm. and uh, kids with every ability or disability. That's important. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and help them because most of these kids, you know, watch kids uh, just the past month. One kid announcing that their parents were getting divorced and the other kids gathering around that kid and trying to help them going, I've been through it too. Yeah. And they care for each other like family, and it's it's awesome to see. That's great. And I, and the the door, I mean, it speaks for itself. The door is there. It's always open. It's a door. Yep, it's a door. It's open, and it's an open gate to a different life, a different family, a different future. That's what we want for these kids. It is The Door Student Services. You can find out more about them at thedoorkids.com. And check out the next episode of the Bo and More PA Podcast. If you have a local organization, an event coming up, and you want to be a part of the podcast, just email me, producer Russ, at rbeckett at the 7 R-B-E-C-K-E-T-T at the number 7mountainsmedia.com.